You're listening to episode 62 of the Mad Chatters podcast, December 2nd, 2015. Most everyone's mad here. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Mad Chatters Podcast, your very important date with the happenings at Walt Disney World and around the Disney Universe. My name is Derek, and joining me as always are my fellow hosts, Matthew. Hello. And Jeremy. Celebrate a world filled with magic. That is the worst song <laughs> ever. Is that Kermit the Frog? <laughs> It was kind of a Just hybrid. For a second. It's a little bit of me, Neil First of all, Harris, Kermit. I like this because uh, you've just moved back to Missouri, right? Uh, yeah, we didn't know we were going to pull the curtain back, but yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We well, can. I was just Go ahead. commenting about how you're sitting there with the blanket around you immediately <laughs> the next show. Well, I'm coming to you from an undisclosed location deep in a bunker where Dick Cheney once dwelled. And <laughs> it's a little chilly, so I have the blanket. And uh, yeah, no, I have taken a step back away from Florida for about a year and a half to come back to the Midwest to go back to school and uh, but i hope to be back there in central florida very soon so yeah it's gonna be january you'll really wish you were down there in florida to my millions of fans who look for me at walt disney world i won't be there as frequently over the next 12 to 18 months but i'll be there you never know when i'm gonna i love how your fans they give you the respect to just leave you be when you're at the park that is true they they're very (laughs) kind that way yep um so I'm, i'm glad to see you guys survived thanksgiving Question, did either of you happen to catch the good dinosaur during your break? No. You know, I haven't yet. I was actually, I thought about seeing it tonight, but we're recording, so I'll probably see it this week. Okay. I was just curious, because I have not yet seen seen, it. Have you seen that there's a little bit of discrepancy amongst the numbers? No. Like box office numbers? Yeah. Apparently, Disney is claiming that it's made $55 million. But Box Office Mojo, which I think is like an yeah, official yeah. source, is saying only like $38 million. Uh, so, um, but either number is very low for a Pixar film. So, I wonder, it opened on a Wednesday. Do you think one of those is counting the three day weekend and one of them the five day weekend? I have no idea. Okay. But either way, it's not coming off to a good start. And I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen people that like really love it, say there's a lot of heart in it. And then I've seen people that say, well, it's on the same level as like a Monsters University where it's good entertainment, but it's not going to last, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's coming after one of my favorite Pixar movies of all time, which is Inside Out, just in case you didn't follow that. Yeah, <laughs> but, you, but you always kind of hope that the original stuff does well, you know, because especially in a world of sequels where you're like, yeah, let the because then they're going to be like, oh, well, Good Dinosaur, that was original. That didn't well. So didn't do well. So we need to do Finding Nemo 4. kind of a thing hopefully not hopefully um word of mouth will spread and people will go to the theaters i still will see it for sure i just haven't yet maybe it's just bad well (laughs) we'll 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 give our opinions on a future show i'm sure um but over at the parks meanwhile the holidays are in full swing i i saw that all the christmas trees are up 
all the parks. Um, I saw, of course, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Wilderness Lodge, all the big, beautiful, deluxe resorts have their Christmas trees up. Grand Floridian has their gingerbread house finalized. It's all put up and smelling good, I'm sure. Yes, I saw that last week, and it's That's right. really good. I yeah, like yeah. it a lot. Well, and Disney's Hollywood Studios got it, its very own holiday dance party. Did you see this? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm. Holidays happen here because, well, they're going to have Club Disney in like two weeks. But that one dance party was not enough. So they're opening the holidays happen here. And it's going to last every night from five o'clock until closing. I've said it for years, and people laughed, and now I feel vindicated. You can never have enough dance parties. That's been like my saying since have birth. Have you? I have. Oh, I have. I'm... Even before I was a Disney fan, I was I like, guys, we need another dance party. Well, it's so nice of you that when we go to the parks together, you sacrifice your love of dance parties and don't participate <laughs> at all on our behalf. I just hate these. To me, this is this is the equivalent of like the beanbag toss that they put outside of closed attractions and the hopscotch and all that. It's like, <laughs> we're better than this, guys. Well, yeah, when they started, I mean, I don't remember any dance parties anywhere. Uh, and then they kind of started at that stage in Tomorrowland. You mm-hmm. know, and when you're over there waiting in line for Tomorrowland Transit Authority or something, and instead of enjoying the nice Tomorrowland ambiance you hear like the to the left to the left you know and all this <laughs> stuff it kind of takes you out of the disney moment you know well at least this one is like out of the way like it's just in that stage at the end of um you know hollywood boulevard right in front of the oh, great yeah. movie ride you know you can't really see it there in the center of the park something is not <laughs> always better than nothing absolutely right yeah. what's going to be funny is if like it's holidays happen here so is it going to be like Oh, holy night. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, remix. Yeah, everything's remixed. Oh, bless it. Bless that park and bless the dance parties. I would probably check that out. That would be uh, <laughs> that would be worth seeing at least once. You would. In your ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> like yeah. a share Oh, holy night remix. <laughs> oh, holy night. I am sold. You got me. I'm sold. <laughs> well, while, we're, while we are on the topic of Christmas, we're going to take time out to do a very merry chatmas moment this is Ruth I'm Mickey Mouse everybody and I just wanted to say happy holidays (laughs) we're gonna try to put one of these in each of our shows this month and bring you a little bit of holiday cheer at some point during the show and this week I'm gonna send it over to Jeremy because for this week's very merry chat miss moment he is going to tell us all about the christmas party that he attended just a few weeks ago first off for those playing along at home yes that is two weeks in a row we have referenced share on this show just so you know this is true but i did get the opportunity to visit the very merry christmas party a couple weeks ago a week or so ago matt have you been this year nope now are you planning to go this year i don't really want to i don't know about planning to i see well <laughs> I have gone every year since I've lived in Florida, uh, the past seven years, and I go with my friends Lindsay and Katie. They are not listeners, shame on them, but shout out to them anyways. And we always have a good time, and this year was no exception, except it was kind of a rainy, drizzly night, um, at least for the first part of the evening, and so that really like was not good in the sense of, you know how it is being in a park when it rains, but I felt like it kept a lot of the crowd away, it was very light crowds. Um, First thing I noticed when I got there, and they had it last year, was the Frozen stage 
Christmas lighting, which these things, it takes place twice a night. So you have one at 6.15, which is before the party even starts, and then you have one at 8 o'clock. I went to the 6.15 one, and it's very uh, much attended. It, there's a lot of people that are there. That's what much attended means. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> here's my gripe. This is probably the lowest moment of the party for me as far as just being like disappointed. Because I remember seeing it last year, but it was so crowded the night we were there that it was almost impossible to get close enough to see anything or you know you're just so claustrophobic you couldn't focus so this like time i got very close to the stage where i could see i had a good spot and i feel like last year it was short but they just kind of threw it together because it was like frozen's popular we got to do something oh quick do a stage show for the lighting of the castle oh okay i thought this year they might expand that and make it a little more interactive a little more charming a little more fun no, it's still the same like eight minute show hmm. that is not charming at all, has no <laughs> appeal. The they like the dialogue is horrible. They keep like m mentioning some of the song lyrics, you know, like um, to be like, Elsa, don't you think uh, you want to turn the castle in the snow? Anna, you need to let it go and just let that thought go, you know, and it's like, no. Nah. You're, you're, you're trying too hard kind of a thing. And Do they look at the camera after they say it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't add the snow geese from uh, Frozen Fever. They could have easily, or even throw in a song. Make them sing, do you want to build a snowman? Or do you mm -hmm. want an Isa castle? I don't know, something like that. <laughs> but there's nothing. No, we don't. But it's just like, there's no, I don't know. It's just so flat. It just feels like somebody wrote it for like their fourth grade Christmas program presentation like mm -hmm. you're going to be Anna you're going to be Elsa and here's the references and the the high notes that you need to say get out there and do it hmm. and uh, anyway so I hated that because I just thought it was dumb and I think the crowd kind of wasn't into it either like nobody really enjoyed it because everybody was just like you know when the ca when the lights come on with the castle everybody's always like woo but then everybody was like oh okay that's it goodbye <laughs> and like scattered so can you believe that movie came out two years ago this week that is hard to believe that's insane yeah yeah our life has never been the same in that's two years <laughs> it feels like it's been part of the disney canon half my life our generation will always remember 9-11 this generation will always remember frozen <laughs> wow pre-frozen post-frozen i'm not even gonna touch that we live in a post-frozen world. <laughs> <laughs> so the party uh, got off to a bang. We had a good time. Rode Pirates for the first time since the refurb. It looks amazing. I cannot believe how good Pirates looks. And it's just like so crisp. I mean, that's all I could kept thinking is like, wow, mm -hmm. that light looks so good. Like, Did you feel the thing, the, the cannons? Yes, and it scared me, actually. It scared me, too. It was like, whoa, whoa. Now, uh, when they redid it in 2006, they said that that was part of it. I don't know if they just didn't ever, ever get it working properly, because I never noticed it. But this past time, I really did. And it, it did frighten me a little bit, just whoosh, right over my head. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of compare it to being like, you remember when you like you first bought, your, or you first saw, or maybe you first bought your first HGTV, mm -hmm. and like you watched your... Say it again. HDTV. Oh, okay. Oh, these are HGTV. No, I was HGTV. like, that's not mouth. <laughs> uh, I remember the first time you saw HGTV in the garden. I was like, what's this now? <laughs> Decorating and gardens and things. No, but you know, like you're watching your show and you're like, 
wow, I can't believe that, you know, because you, you're used to being fuzzy or whatever. And right. then all of a sudden it just looks so crisp. That's the way I felt like Pirates. Like hmm. I'd been watching it on like a big 1950s box TV for so many years. And this yeah. was my first HD experience. Mm. Now, I have heard that people in the front row still get wet. Did you notice that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even in people, like, in all rows got wet. And uh. I was in the middle, thankfully. And everybody was already kind of wet because it was raining. Except oh, yeah, me. Yeah. I planned ahead and had a good umbrella. But um, as soon as you hit the bottom of that hill, all you heard was, Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know how that is. So, uh, anyways, that was good. Cookies were really good this year. Some years, the cookies are not that great. I really enjoyed the sugar cookies. They're that very, like, underdone, where they're still very soft and chewy. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it was You gotta good. eat them with a spoon. That's the best. I did not have any hot chocolate because I w- it's very humid and hot because yeah. of the rain. So I opted for the apple juice option, which not a lot of people know they have. So if you don't want anything hot when you're at the parties, ask for the apple Wait, juice. Wait, it's just apple juice? Yeah. What they call apple cider. Is it like cloudy well, or like? I think it's just apple juice because it's cold. I think sa- cider is hot, isn't it? But it's not no. the same drink warmed up. <laughs> there are like more spices in it. This tastes like Mott's apple juice, is what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. They should do eggnog. <laughs> Here's some breakfast juice that you can eat, drink every day at your local Holiday Inn Express. Now, if they had eggnog, <laughs> I would tear that down. I want some oh, eggnog. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. I do love eggnog. We were able to get on all the attractions we wanted to get on very easily. Nice. Um, the rain didn't cancel fireworks or anything, did it? No, I was worried about that. Thankfully, the rain kind of stopped there right before the first parade. You know, pro tip, we've said this before, always see the second parade. Mm-hmm. So we got to see the fireworks right there on Main Street. Or no, excuse me, we were up in the new grass hub area. That's where we... Oh. And ooh. those, the Fast Pass um, grass hub is not... A fast pass during the party you can go in there um that's you know. good to know that makes we just sense. went in there and christmas fireworks are the um oh not perennial what's the word uh they perimeter all the perimeter thank you oh. <laughs> we're breaking down words <laughs> i was like bicentennial i'm like they all around you what's that they word come back every year <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that's a good spot to be in the hub for the Christmas uh, fireworks anyways, because you won't be able to see the perimeter if you're on Main Street. Oh, Hey, did you ride Jingle Cruise? We did. Uh, had a great experience on Jingle Cruise. Um, you know, it's just a fun thing, just a fun overlay. Had a good skipper. But Jingle Cruise is one of those things where I really like it, but it's not like my favorite, you know, because... Mm. There's nothing like totally outstanding about it, except the jokes kind of become Christmas ear. I don't know yeah, if that makes any yeah. sense. <laughs> so, although our Jingle Cruise is much better than Disneyland Jingle Cruise, did you see how they overlaid that? Yeah, but I assumed that Disney World was the same. No, they're kind of different. Like ours, at least, is like has like purpose behind it. If that makes any sense, I feel like the Disneyland from the pictures I saw, it was just like. Christmas decorations scattered and thrown mm-hmm. all over the attraction. Like somebody just had a box and was like, dump that right there. Oh, okay. That looks good. Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and of course we saw the Christmas parade, which is always wonderful and amazing with the nutcrackers and the reindeer and the toys. And, uh, they still have Anna and Elsa and Olaf. They got rid of uncle Scrooge, which really makes me sad. I've seen so many pictures, but it does not get old of Vanellope 
ah! sweets in her little gingerbread car with the snow falling in the background. Like, it is the perfect picture. Well, the sad thing is we had no snow on Main Street <gasps> for our party because it was what? so humid and rainy that I feel like like if they tried, it would just like evaporate and like be raindrops. Mm. <laughs> so they didn't. But so it's like soap, right? Or something like that. Yeah, and it like Snope. falls. Snope. That's what they call it. Snope. Oh. Um, they, oh, that's clever. Anyways, when I saw Vanellope in her car, I let out a noise that I'm not proud of because I was so excited. I was like, because I kind of forgot that she had that. Jeremy, I can already hear it. You don't <laughs> no, even have to do it. <laughs> it wasn't quite like that. No, but. no. I wasn't <laughs> thinking of a dying raccoon. I was thinking of like, oh. <laughs> That's what I just did. <laughs> but it was very exciting. And then I saw a couple of, um, well, I'm going to call them Disney Twitterverse celebs, you know? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I saw some people from the Disney Twitterverse floating around and got to say hey to them. So that was always exciting. Even though the people I was with, they were like, who? And I was like, never mind. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> but uh, all in all, a great, great night at the Christmas party. If you're in Orlando around the time, if you're vacationing during these parties, Halloween or Christmas, go. You really should. Um, they're usually not crowded as long as you're not there like the day of or the week of the holiday or the first night when all the locals come out. But they're usually, you know, like crowds. You can get in at 4 p.m. We've said this before. You get in at 4, even though the party starts from 7 to midnight. So, you know, take that day, relax by the pool or hang out and then go to the park at four o'clock and be there from four to midnight and enjoy the special entertainment get your complimentary mots yes delicious Disney. Confessions. I eat Disney cupcakes with a fork. Disney. Confessions. Confessions. I just don't do overly friendly cast members. Disney. Confessions. I miss Duffy in the Christmas parade. Disney, Disney, Disney. Confessions, confessions, confessions. Jeremy and I got caught trying to cut in line at Disneyland. Rabbit silently scolded us by wagging his finger at us. It's the most ashamed I've felt in a long time. Disney, Disney, Disney. Confessions, confessions, confessions. I have bathrooms in the parks and a few resort hotels that I have specifically designated for number twos. Disney, Disney, Disney. Confessions, confessions, confessions. I once had to chicken out of the Tower of Terror line because I thought I might lose control of my bowels. Disney, Disney, Disney. Confessions, confessions, confessions. 
I've never gone twosies in a Disney park bathroom, and I never will. Disney, Disney, Disney. Confessions, confessions, confessions. If the companion bathroom is available, I use it. Disney, Disney, Disney. Confessions, confessions, confessions. Enjoying the magic of Walt Disney World is hard without my two best Disney Park companions, Gold Bond and Desitin. Disney, Disney, Disney. Confessions, confessions, confessions. I'm oddly attracted to the meat skewers at Ohana. Because we have listeners who, you know, are taking trips to the parks in the coming months and years, and we have listeners who've never been and are talking about, you know, how do we take a trip? And it's been a while since we've talked about some how-tos at the parks. This week, we're going to kind of do one of those types of episodes, and we're calling it Do This, Not That. If you've ever read, like, recipe books or... uh, those those books that like lay out different restaurant menus and say if you're trying to be healthy eat this not that it that's kind of where that idea came from and we're going to go land by land and this week we're going to focus on magic kingdom and hopefully just give a few tips to listeners especially those who might be short on time at the parks and we're just going to give you our opinion of what you definitely need to do and what you can probably skip if time does not allow for it uh so let's start main street usa right Sure. Should we That's do it? always a good place to start. I think so. So we're going to walk down the middle of Main Street. And uh, I'll go ahead and go first. And I'm saying if, if there's something you need to do in Main Street USA, my opinion is you need to schedule time to listen to the Dapper Dance. That is like, to me, the epitome of what Main Street USA is all about. The old time, turn of the century feel, the barbershop quartet. And it's not going to take more than five, ten minutes of your day. But it's really going to brighten up that part of your day, I think. Morning, afternoon, whenever you catch them. That's my recommendation. What about you, Jeremy? I would say you need to meet Mickey Mouse at the Main Street Theater. Uh, you know, you're at you're at um, Walt Disney World, and it was all started by a mouse. So if you're short on time, you have to meet Mickey at some point. So you might as well meet him there. And uh, he yeah. talks to you, and it's a good experience and fun. That's the only place he talks to you, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, so you might as well. Otherwise, he's very pretentious and doesn't like to speak to his <laughs> yeah. fans. He's actually very shy. <laughs> I just thought he's a butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the longest you've ever waited for him there? Mm, 20 minutes? Yeah, that's what I, I was going to say. I've waited 20 minutes. I've seen the line up to 45 to an hour. Uh, but, okay. you know, you don't want to wait that long. Well, I was going to say 20 minutes as well. And it's like... When, when you've already paid for it, you don't have to go to a restaurant and pay an inordinate amount of money for a yeah. meal just to meet him when you can do it there. Wait 20 minutes. Well, and it's busier, I think, in the morning because obviously everybody's walking in. But see, that's when I like to do pictures with characters is in the morning before you're like a hot, sweaty mess or you're tired or you look, yeah. you know, gross. So kids aren't grumpy and over it and all that. Yeah. So rope drop and go straight to Mickey. Yeah. 
That's a good one. Get your hair did all nice and go see Mickey Mouse. I think that uh, something in the way of an actual attraction that people don't uh, take advantage of is the the Walt Disney World Railroad that's right there. There's a big station, of course, at the entrance to the Magic Kingdom. And uh, there's a number of things that are good about venturing up the staircases that I don't know if pe- mo- you know, people in general just look at them and think that they're off limits or you can't go up there or something. I mean, a lot, obviously a lot of people do go up there, but it's not like a very popular place to go up there, but it provides an excellent view down Main Street. Um, great picture opportunities there in the morning and at night, typically away from all the crowd that's, you know, down on actual Main Street getting the photo pass pictures. And then there's the train, which you, uh, I would advise, just take a round trip around the Magic Kingdom. Or if you're short on time, it's easy, you know, easy way to get to Frontierland and uh, Storybook Circus. Yeah, I would say get off at Frontierland because you get to see Splash Mountain from the train, but then you don't have to like drive out into the swamps of Florida and be like, where are we? <laughs> yeah, that's really the most exciting stretch of the railroad is yeah. from Main Street to the very first stop in Frontierland. Everything after that is uh, a little underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you watch parades from the station on... In Magic Kingdom? Yes. Okay. Because we did it in Disneyland, and the whole time I was like, they're about to kick us out. Oh, here comes the security. They're about to kick us off. We can't be here. But we did the whole parade, so. No, you can. And there are benches up there, too, uh, that sit right near the end of the uh, the balcony. You just have to beat all the geriatric folks and the morbidly obese folks who like to get up there and nab the chairs. Nice. Nice. Um, okay, well, let's go to the the parts of Main Street USA that you could probably skip if you needed to. Um, and I'm going to throw this out there as a, you have to skip this, please. Move it, shake it, dance and play it. <laughs> Death. Don't just skip it. Destroy it. Flip it off as you go by. <laughs> <laughs> when you walk in the park and you're so excited because it's your first time on Main Street and there's a, oh, there's a parade look and it's fun music. Don't get sucked in. Don't do it. <laughs> Keep walking. If it's not three o'clock, it is not the parade. I just want to enforce that on people. It's like um, like the old like story you hear about the person who settles for a second best when they like they never realized that the better thing was just beyond their grasp kind of a thing. And yes, it's I like, love that old story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of Grandpa's favorites. He used to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of exactly, but you know what I did? <laughs> In this case, the better thing that's just beyond the horizon is the entire rest of the park. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Including Stitch's Great Escape. Uh, what I'm trying to say is there are better parades. Don't yeah. settle for second best. Hmm. You know that story. Yes. <laughs> it's a good one. With. I hate this podcast. Why? Am I- <laughs> okay, you you go. What what would you tell people to skip? I'm going to say you need to skip Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, that card game. Don't get sucked into that mess either. I've never tried it, but I've observed. <laughs> no, I've observed it enough and done enough research to know that it is just dumb. So don't do it. Unless you like really 
really like those kind of card games, you know, like Magic the Gathering. Well, that's what I was saying. The big draw for this is really just collecting the cards and the specialty cards and things like that, it seems. And people have those little pouches and all that. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen the cards? I've I seen mean, pictures of them. Picture of them, yeah. Okay, I, I can't tell how big they are in the pictures. They're like playing card size. Oh, okay. Like a baseball card. Oh, okay. I thought maybe they were like bigger. Like no. those old, old, like, go fish games, you know, with the giant. That would be great if they were, like, two-handed. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it reminds me of, like, that old story about the person who's so distracted that they can't see what's... <laughs> so, no, but really, I feel like some, like you can get focused so much on Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom that you miss out on everything else in the park, you know? Because you're just like, I gotta find this mirror because you know that's the thing i'm looking for in adventureland is this mirror and then well, i think a lot of people you know walk around the park and, and kids see people doing it and they're and they're at the little portals and things and they're like oh what is that where can i get that and you know all, all i think that all you really do is just show your card to the portal at the given time and you know bada boom then you go to the next one i mean i think skip it it's dumb yes I'm going to group all of the uh, Main Street transportation attractions into one here. And uh, I know that you all enjoy some of the ones at Disneyland, the Omnibus, and, and those kind of things. I've never done any of the fire truck or the carriage ride on, on Main Street USA here. It just seems pointless to me. I mean, Aww. unless you just really enjoy... I mean, I like seeing them. I was going to say, wouldn't you miss it if they weren't there? No, I, yeah, I do think the cast members should probably be out there driving the thing around i mean and give it a little you know a little kinetic energy in the morning but uh to actually want to ride it just from one end of main street to the other no okay uh, skip I'll it give you that. we're short on time here remember so yeah that's something you can you can skip mm-hmm. yeah, don't do that you'll regret it when you're on it and everybody's walking breezing right past you on the sidewalks yeah <laughs> like, oh. mm-hmm. Let's go to our next land, and that is Adventureland. So, Matt, what are you going to... No, not skip. What is your must-do in Adventureland? Do you have to ask? I was going to say. It is Pirates of the Caribbean each and every time. Oh, that, yeah. That quintessentially captures the uh, the essence of Adventureland, traveling through the castle and then, you know, the indoor dark boat ride with pirates, and that it's just yeah magical. And that's, like, such a Disney thing in so many ways. First of all, when you think Pirates of the Caribbean, you think Disney. But also just, like, a boat ride. Like, a classic boat ride with animatronics. That is Disney. You can't skip yep. that ride. Yeah. No. Although, know your expectation because we have a mutual, uh, I guess I could say friend, who had a totally different idea of what Pirates of the Caribbean was when he went and was very disappointed by the result. Yes, I know what you're talking about, because this person thought the ride was built after the movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think... So I think she, she was expecting, like, he and she were expecting, like, swashbuckling adventure set to the score of the film, and... Yeah. Yeah. I think they just felt it a little more fast-paced, maybe, as well, than what it was, than just a slow boat ride. So, because when they, they posted on Facebook something about, just got off Pirates of the Caribbean, so disappointing. And but with people like, like that... With much respect to whoever this is, I, I don't Matt, have nice words. How can you disgust on Matt's face right now? I wish how, the audience. Could how see. can you come down the the first little flume there, 
and you know you kind of travel there's a great reveal as you turn mm. that corner and then suddenly there's the opening of the cave the big pirate ship and the pirates of the caribbean scores playing and there's the fog and the cannons and who can like see that like unfold before you and think wow this is disappointing <laughs> that's that's insane to me i don't disagree with you i'm just i'm just the reporter i'm just reporting the news and i think they have since for lack of a better phrase, seen the error of their ways. Because now they know, oh, okay. Derek, did you not did you not underappreciate Pirates of the Caribbean when you first wrote it at Disneyland many years ago? I did not. Or was it your sister who told you it was just pirates telling jokes? Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I did not write it when I went in the year 2000. <laughs> Such an old person way of describing the attraction. That's what you tell the four-year-old who's scared to go on it. It's just pirates telling jokes. That's yeah. all it is. And I'm kind of confused because at the time, like, I specifically remember her telling me that, oh, it's just a bunch of pirates telling dumb jokes. And now that I've been, I'm like, what could she possibly have been referring to there? Because there are no <laughs> jokes in Pirates of the Caribbean. There are jokes on Jungle Cruise, but there are no pirates on Jungle Cruise. All right, matey. What do you get when you cross a chicken with a pig or <laughs> Why didn't Why didn't I go to the movies? <laughs> oh boy. I know this one. I know, I know. Because I'm an audio animatronic pirate. Oh, oh bait and switch. Har, har, har. Plot twist. Um now it, full disclosure, your sister, who is a faithful listener, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hey Ashley. <laughs> she also has a fear of wax She I think she has overcome it. Okay. Wagons? No, like wax figures, animatronics. Wax figures. Okay. Up until just a few years ago, like legitimately creeped her out. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've already mentioned it, but but I would say, and this is a complete turnaround, complete turnaround from the first time I went. But I'm gonna say you gotta do Jungle Cruise. Oh. And I say that because after my first trip, I would have been happy to skip it every time I went, cause I, cause like she said. It's just a bunch of skippers telling dumb jokes. But it's not. It's more than that. And I think you have to know that that's why it's charming, because they tell corny jokes. Whereas I think my feeling was the animals don't even do all that much, and the jokes are corny. Like, I thought they were supposed to be, like, legitimately good jokes. I don't know what I thought, but now that I know what it's supposed to be, like, they nail it, and it's so great, if you get a good skipper. It's one of those things where you want – I wish there was a way for people to come – let's let Jeremy go and then – because this will apply to all of these things. Okay. Well, I w- I'm just going to tag on something Derek said too. I wish – I would like to know when the corny jokes started because I feel like when Walt opened the attraction in 1955, the corny jokes were not a part of it. I feel hmm. like well, that was like a the legit- jokes that are corny now might have been good <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I think when 1955, it was probably like a legit, like, wow, these animals look so realistic. And it's, yeah. you know, I'm on. The, so I want to know when that transition came. Hmm. But hmm. that would be something fun. If you know that. Sounds like a PhD dissertation. At Mad Chatters on Twitter. T- tweet me. Um, anyways, um, like Matt, has, his answer is so easy and reveals himself so well. Hmm. I have suckled at the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that again. That's a 21st century way of saying that. That sounds like a confession is what it sounds like. 
I have suckled at the teat of this attraction numerous times before, and that is the Enchanted Tiki Room. Mm. You have to do Enchanted Tiki Room. In fact, it kills me when people don't because, to me, just like Pirates sums up Adventureland, I feel like Enchanted Tiki Room sums up Adventureland as well. It's this charming attraction with audio animatronics that, you know, these birds and the Polynesians. So you have to see Enchanted Tiki Room. If for nothing else, it gets you out of the Florida heat for... 15 minutes okay yeah i'm not gonna disagree with you but i'm not gonna heap my support on that statement. you're not gonna suckle at the teat with me <laughs> no okay. or the tweet you can have that teat all to yourself um i think with all three of our attractions in Adventureland, it's easy to go see or or ride any of these and 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 be disappointed maybe if you're expecting something uh different and um I found going with a group of guys that came down a little while ago, and we went on the Enchanted Tiki Room, and they were kind of like, well, that was okay. But then I told them the history of the Enchanted Tiki Room, and that was Walt's idea, and uh, first use of audio animatronics in that kind of way, uh, and that changed their whole viewpoint completely. So with each of these three attractions, all three tied directly to Walt uh, and history, Disney Park history, if there was some way to educate people about that in the moment without making it seem like a museum, I have no idea how you would do that, or without taking away from the, the facade of reality on each attraction. Um, I don't know, but I think that would go a long way to help people and appreciate them more. Yeah. Ironically, the only attraction that can't disappoint you is the Magic Carpets of Aladdin because you know exactly what you're getting when yes. you ride it. <laughs> Is that your skip this? I think we could all add, just say that one, but yeah. Yeah, actually that wasn't mine, but for sure, yeah. If you said that, I would wholeheartedly agree to skip that ride. You've got two other spinners to go to if you really want one. Yeah, and well, that, that one's just ill-placed, ill-themed. This just makes me ill. <laughs> if anything, don't ride it just to boycott its placement in Adventureland. Mm. Yeah. No, my skip is actually Swiss Family Treehouse. I, I mean, I'll admit that there's charm there, and um, it looks great. I just... I mean, if I'm being honest, you're not going to regret not doing it if on your first trip to Magic Kingdom you don't do the Swiss Family Treehouse. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I did do it, so... Yeah. Like, if we had not done Tarzan's Treehouse in Disneyland, and you had not made me sweat bullets going up and down those stairs, I wouldn't have regretted it, I don't think. I wanted mm. to do it just so I could hear the Tarzan score. My skip in Adventureland is Island Supply by Sunglass Hut. <laughs> I hate That's that a good one. I hate that store so, so much that every time I pass it now, I mumble a bad word under my breath. I do. I'm like, this <sighs> <gasps> you said and, uh, stupid <laughs> and it just makes me so angry I don't know why because that's such I do know why that's such prime real estate for a great shop and Adventureland does not have a great shop and it needs one hmm. and then they put stupid sunglass hut in there so mm. yeah can I do a uh, 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 can I do an eatery yeah or a specific snack I want to go with the uh as my skip this or don't do this, I would. I'm going to actually have to juxtapose these on top of each other. I'm going to say get a Dole Whip 
don't get a citrus swirl. Okay. And uh, uh, the citrus swirl is now where Dole Whip used to be at the um, Sunshine Tree Terrace is where the citrus swirl is. It's it, The citrus swirl is supposed to be like frozen orange juice twisted with like vanilla soft serve. And when you hear that, you think, hmm, that, a creamsicle. That sounds really good. But it the orange part isn't that good, sherbety, fakey, push-up-y orange flavor that you're used to with creamsicle. It's like stingy, frozen orange juice in the back of your throat, heartburn the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> orange flavor, like citric acid in your mouth. It's not, I don't, I didn't find it refreshing or even like tasty, you know? Uh, I think you're much better off going with the uh, the pineapple float or the pineapple swirl with the vanilla soft serve or whatever from and the Dole Whip. What a great name for like a heavy metal rock band. Citric acid in your mouth. Citric acid. That, that's, their, that's their number one song. <laughs> Citric acid in your mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounded just like the launch of Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> Fire! Okay, on into Frontierland we go. Speaking of uh, citric acid in your mouth, let's move yes. to Frontierland. Uh, we move into Frontierland, which is uh, it got a lot of acreage in Magic Kingdom terms. You know, it, it, counting the rivers of America and even as vast as the land actually is, there's lots to do, and uh, it can take up a lot of time because there's some big e-ticket attractions here. So I'm going to pick one of those e-ticket attraction as my uh, must-do or do this, and that is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Hmm. Now, I'm a man that loves Splash Mountain. I really do. But if you're short on time, um, especially if you don't have a fast pass, actually, those two queues are kind of hard to pit against each other, but I think Big Thunder Mountain is a little more bearable than that outdoor sweat box that is the queue for Splash Mountain. So I'm going to say must do Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Plus, it's kind of quintessential frontier land, you know. it's It's been there the longest. It's got the more established theme going for it and just an overall generally funner ride, I think. Okay. Um, I definitely think you have to do it. Now, we've said this a billion times, but I'm going to say it again. If you're going to do it, ride it at night and ride in the back row. Yeah, but yeah, you, you can't really skip Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and have a complete Magic Kingdom experience. I don't think. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry, Jeremy. I'm gonna take it. You gotta ride Splash Mountain. I actually prefer Splash Mountain to Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, uh, but it's just that it's such a great ride with such great music, animatronics, just a fun, just some fun thrills too, like some good drops in it. Um. You're going to have that song stuck in your head for a good little bit after you write it, but it's worth it. Again. Yeah. And I'm not disagreeing with Splash Mountain being a must-do. Yeah. It's, uh, I had to pit one on top of the other. Well, my must-do is to go into Pecos Bills and to get the Country Bear Jamboree uh, souvenir glass there. It comes in like a moonshine <laughs> bottle that I've talked about before, yeah. and I love it. And while you're there, you can help yourself to free guacamole and tomatoes and lettuce off of the toppings bar you just fill your mug up with that <laughs> oh my gosh that's genius well, that's, genius. that's <laughs> really good so put the guacamole in the cup uh, 
So you're saying that your must-do in Frontierland, you go through Frontierland, you got a limited amount of time. You choose to wait in line for your souvenir mug. <laughs> no, what I choose is Splash Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain, but since those were already taken. Ah, okay. So let's start with our don't-dos. Okay. You know, things that you can, things that you can skip. Yeah. Well, I know what you guys are going to say to skip, and I felt like if I would have put that on my must-do list... Do you? I do, because if I would have put that on my must-do list, you'd have been like, well, that wouldn't be on my list as a must-do. Why do we sound like Roz? Well, that's how I hear. <laughs> yeah. I have a hearing def- deficiency in my right ear. Oh. That's how you sound. Well, what would we have said? It's from sucking on that tweet. You would have said... <laughs> you would have said, skip Country Bear Jamboree. I would not. Matt, you would have said skip Country Bear Jamboree. I would, yes. <laughs> I mean, if you skip it, A plus to you. That's great. But I did yeah. not put it down. It's not what I put either. So, Matt, you said skip Country Bears? Well, yeah. I- I'll go ahead and-, and take Country Bears. I think it's a wonderful, charming little attraction. But uh, it-, it, can be a- it can be skipped and you'll be okay. In fact, most people don't even know it's there and are okay. <laughs> At so least sad. it's half as long as when I saw it several years ago so it's not as much as a time sucker as it used to be yeah it is quick i mean it's one of those things if you if you had time to kill you know and you needed to just go somewhere and be cooled off and and not have to worry about too many too much crowds and it's a it's a great little thing to do and don't get me wrong it's got a lot of disney history and charm and class to it but um class really well it's it's hokey class oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No. I don't know. <laughs> I was picturing them with like teacups with their pinkies up. Like, how about another song, Big Al? What about instead of country bears, they can be Downton Abbey bears? I knew that was coming. That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Like, each what kind bear, of show would that be? Oh, that would be awesome. Like, the Dowager Grant. Uh, like a string quartet. Yeah, she comes out and like does a little thing with her umbrella. That would be fun. <laughs> Carson is your host. How wonderful. Mm. Okay, let's quickly move from this. Okay, I, I think you can skip, and I say this without, without actually having done it, but I think you could skip Tom Sawyer Island, because I've skipped it every single time, and I'm perfectly, <laughs> I'm perfectly okay. I'm good. I still love Magic Kingdom. But it's just like, I feel like it takes a long time to get over there, and then once you do, I feel like it's going to be disappointing. Now look... It is disappointing if you think you're going over there for some really highly themed, detailed attraction, I guess. Yeah. But the times I have gone over there, it has been very rewarding to just venture through the little caverns they have. There are some great picture moments at the top of some of the little hills on the trails of like Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain that... You know, when you take them, or you've seen other people take those pictures, and you think, where in the world did they get that picture from? And it's from Tom Sawyer Island. It looks like you're way far in the distance of some woods and taking a picture of all that. Uh, it's just a great place hmm. that it's pretty not crowded most of the time. And Aunt Polly's, the little dockside diner that used to be there. There's still tables and rocking chairs. It's a great place to just go chill away from the hustle and bustle of hmm. the main. You, you can get a churro from the Frontierland cart and then go over there. Then go over there. Yeah. Now, 
Okay, now you're making me want to kind of see it, but would, you wouldn't put it on the must-do list, would you? No, I'm just saying it's... It, uh, no, I would agree with you as far as it can be skipped. It can be avoided. I'm just saying it's, it's not to be looked down upon. I say skip the Frontierland shooting gallery. Yeah. It's one of those things that I've never done, and my life doesn't feel any different because I haven't. No. It doesn't cost money, does it? Yes. I thought it does. I think it's like a quarter, yeah. It's ah. like a dollar. A dollar? What? Yes, it's a lot of monies. And the last time I did it, which is the only time I did it, I don't think any... I, I, I tried it twice at the same in the same sitting. I tried two different guns. I don't think the guns did anything. I think that the effects just like went off at random times depending on where <laughs> you were pointing your gun. But I, I don't think I did anything. So, yeah, don't go there. Mm-hmm. Maybe so, back when they used to have real pellets, it would be fun. But now it's just the infrared thing. You can't see what you're doing or anything. Shut that mess down. Ugh. Um, okay, well, let's head out of the frontier lane. And next, we're going to walk over to Liberty Square. So, Jeremy, what's your must-do? This is going to be a little bit of a curveball for you. Because it's not what you're expecting. But my must-do is you have to eat at the Columbia Harbor House. Oh. You have to go in there. You have to order something, even though it's cheap seafood just like you would get at long john silvers but then you have to go eat it upstairs and in the little um bridge area over the walkway walk yeah. and look out the window and watch the people in the magic Kingdom. i'd say it's more captain level it's it's captain d's level okay captain d's level seafood i mean it's just like fried fish and french fries and they have shrimp but that's really good actually they do and i last time i was in there they i think they had revamped the menu to include some like uh sandwiches as well yeah if i remember right anyways well the lighthouse sandwich is a vegetarian option that is a vegetarian favorite apparently it's been there for a long time oh good to know yeah good um i i just love that upstairs area where you can look out and just watch the people walking in the Magic Kingdom. And it's really, if you depend on the time of day you go there, you can sometimes even have that whole upstairs area to yourself. And it's just like a little break from the chaos yeah. of the park. That whole restaurant is is really, it's got a classic Disney World feel yes. to it. I guess it's all the wood, the wood paneling and the wood floors. And it's just and it's, got, it smells like an old Disney storybook. And it just... <laughs> <laughs> it really does. I hope that's how I'm described when I'm old. Like he yeah. smells like an old Disney storybook. Um, I like it because it's so quiet up there. Like you go up and it's like nobody else is up there, and you can even though the people are walking and yelling in the street below, you can't really hear them. So you just kind of get that peace and quiet up there, right in the middle of the Magic Kingdom. It's lovely. Yeah, I like it. But it was also our first. Uh, I was going to say, by the way, last week I noticed. I kept saying wonderful a lot during the opening segment, so I'm trying to avoid wonderful. So that's why you I said, said wonderful and like meta was the word of the week last <laughs> week. <laughs> I feel like we need like a Pee Wee Herman word of the day. Uh, I was going to say Columbia Harbor House was our first uh, our first night in the Magic Kingdom when yeah. we all went for our first visit. We ate there that night. And maybe that has a little bit of it too. Is like there's a little bit of a nostalgic attachment mm. there, but I just think it's so wonderful. I think ah! because of that, <laughs> I think because of that, I will always think Columbia Harbor House is better than it actually is because I was expecting typical amusement park fast food, mm-hmm. and then we got like you said, like Captain D's, 
But at that point, it was like, oh my gosh, there's like a Captain D's in a theme park. This is amazing. I we went by with my little, uh, this is a funny story about Columbia Harbor House that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. We were walking by uh, and my two little cousins, uh, and, and one of them I think was like, I don't know, four or something. And uh, we walked by and, and during like, I think, I don't know if they do it during certain times, but there's someone standing outside during lunch and then during dinner that's ringing a bell. Mm-hmm. And one of them said, look, the Salvation Army. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Like, no, just the fish is ready. That's all. <laughs> it's hot and ready. I'm going to piggyback off of Jeremy's answer because my thing that you really should do if you can is Liberty Tree Tavern. This is, in my opinion, the best sit-down restaurant at Magic Kingdom. And there is something to be said about making a reservation at a restaurant in Magic Kingdom, you know, because you can do it at the other parks and probably have better experiences, but you're in the Magic Kingdom, you can go to Liberty Tree Tavern, they have really good, you know, typical like Thanksgiving-y, family feast type food, turkey, pot roast, the fixings, fixings, excuse me, uh, stuff like that. And of course, while you're there, do not leave without buying your $5 yes, mug. It. it is a glass mug. My, in fact, my mom was here for Thanksgiving and she used it. And when I told her that it was $5, she was like, what? Because it's like a legit yes. glass mug. It says Liberty Tree Tavern. Tavern. It's got that little design on the other side with Mickey, Goofy, and Donald. Mm-hmm. Holding the flag. I will preach that till I die. And you can go in there and buy it without eating there. That is true. Uh, yeah, I frost that thing all the time. Put some root beer up in there. Mm. <laughs> My must-do at Liberty Square is the obvious pick that I thought would be taken already, and that is the the Haunted Mansion. So how can you – I mean, I know you guys would say that too. You were trying to find other things. But I would say if you got one thing you're going to do, one shot, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I totally agree with Again, that. classic Disney experience. Uh, Disney himself – Walt Disney himself envisioned it. Uh, didn't see it come to fruition, I don't think, completely. But uh, it, it's just a great little thing. And and fun for the whole family, you know, regardless of what people may think about a haunted attraction. It's it's not in any way gruesome or over-the-top scary or anything. It's yeah. creepy, but it's, uh, it's uh, fun thrills, you know. Okay, Jeremy, so what are we going to skip? If you are in Liberty Square, you need to skip Yield Christmas Shop. Um... <laughs> This shop has Christmas decor, but unless it's November, you don't need to be in there. Or December, nobody needs Christmas stuff in April. So go ahead and skip that, Joker. All mm. right. <laughs> that felt so specific, but okay. Well, I mean, what else is there in That's front true. Of it, so for all you families out there that are sitting down making your Magic Kingdom plans, <laughs> you have on there right now, ye old Christmas shop. Just go ahead and... Don't do it. Cross that out. You don't do it. Don't waste your time. Don't wait in line. <laughs> You're gonna get home from vacation and say, "Why in the we world should did not we have go in the-, <laughs> the blasted Christmas shop? All it had was Christmas decor, and it was June." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, why waste your time? You've paid admission to get into the Magic Kingdom. There's a Christmas shop at Disney Springs. Go there. It's free. Okay. it's yeah. a really yeah. great answer. Um, <laughs> my answer, I would say you can skip the Liberty Square Riverboat. It's just a very long attraction. And in the heat of Florida, 
you're about halfway around that loop and you're thinking, why did I ride this thing? It is so hot. Not much to see. There's a minimal breeze from okay. the movement. All right. Of course, it depends on the time of year, but... Yeah. I, I'm not bashing the riverboat. I am so glad no, it's a yeah. part of the park. But I, I think you can skip it and be okay with yourself. The riverboat, to me, is something that I enjoy looking at, but mm-hmm. not be on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like the transportation on Main Street. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say... There might be some gasps and hate mail because of this. I'm going to say, with full assurance, this was my answer from the get-go, to skip the Hall of Presidents. Mm. Love the Hall of Presidents. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Love old Morgan Freeman. I do actually tear up in this iteration of the attraction when they're doing the um, the part where it talks about the presidents in their finer moments speak to what's already in our hearts. And it's, yes. You know, uh, Reagan with the Discovery explosion and Clinton with the Oklahoma City bombing and Bush with the 9-11 uh, tragedy. Uh, that's a great part. And Lyndon B. Johnson with the JFK assassination. All that's great stuff. But it's 25 minutes, and uh, it's a long show. It can be boring if you're not into that kind of thing. You know, and shame on you if you're not, but <laughs> uh, children especially, you know, you can't expect them to sit through something like that, you know, unless they just go to sleep. And that's a great thing to do too, but uh, you can skip this, you know. Yeah. It it's, ain't going to hurt you much. It's like that old story where when we skip Hall of Presidents, the terrorists have won. No. Yes. <laughs> That's if, a if scary you, story. That uh, no, I'm going to agree with you on this one. I, I do in, now enjoy it. I have come to love it. But I'm still, to this day, okay skipping it when I need to. I think I'll be okay just walking into the theater and then just walking out. <laughs> because I, it's got... They never, they have never changed the curtains and the lighting when you walk in. They still, it still got that really blue, shimmery, like 80s. I don't know. It just reminds me of being little and going to the Hall of Presidents. Like uh, crushed velvet. Yes. And the really bright blue lights on it. It yeah. just makes you feel good. And then you can just leave before they all start talking. <laughs> and, every, and everyone. Uh, They're starting. Go, go, go. Get That's out. the reason that most people even go in there, you know, is to applaud for their favorite and boo their, their, uh, their, which used to not be a thing, but lately it has been, and it's distasteful no matter yeah. what party you're in. I blame Donald Trump. Yeah. Why? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy, where are we going next? Next, we're going to go to Fantasyland, and this land is probably the hardest, I think. At least I did thinking brainstorming. Yeah. Because. Well, there's like one or two like duds, but you don't want to like. Well, anyways, what's your what do you use your? <laughs> well, Porky Pig, my answer of things you <laughs> cannot skip. This is my favorite dark ride, as we mentioned on our list of top five dark rides back in the day, back when we were just a young podcast. I don't know; it might have been episode fifty, but anyway. Uh, that is Peter Pan's flight. Yes, the line is long, so yes, you should get fast passes. But I think, personally, that it is charming enough that it merits a ride at least once while you are at Magic Kingdom. It is an opening day attraction. It almost was an opening day attraction at Disneyland. But not quite. But opening year attraction. So a lot of history there. It still manages 
manages to just like make me smile. You're in a pirate ship flying over London. You're watching a sword fight near the end. It's it's just magical. And I love it. Mm. And you will too. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you. I say that you uh, <laughs> uh I I I'm a fan of the newer thing here. I'm the new kid on the block, and I'm going to choose it as my must-do for Fantasyland. And that is the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And I don't say that just because it's new. I know that, you know, that's the thing. It's a roller coaster. It's a big ride, and that's not why I'm choosing it. It, it genuinely is a wonderful mix of dark ride elements Good old classic Disney theming, music, lighting, everything. And then you get the little roller coaster experience on the side. It's it's uh, like Splash Mountain. It has the same qualities as far as yeah. you get the show, you get the automatronics, you get the fun, and then you get a little thrill. Yeah, and it, it's, it's about two minutes long. It's, it's pretty short, but as is every attraction in Fantasyland. Hmm. Uh, and the line can be really long for this. Uh, especially now that it's new, but you know, if you're going to use a fast pass on something in Fantasyland, I would say instead of one of the shorter, smaller dark rides, use it on this kind of big D plus ticket attraction. D plus, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna call it. My must do is it's a small world. Mm-hmm. Again, a little controversial. Some people may not, you know, it's kind of become the butt of the joke amongst people of oh that song uh." but again quintessential disney you know it's Mm -hmm. that mary blair 1964 charming innocent lovely ride so you Mm -hmm. when you think of disney park and you said you said name five attractions from the magic kingdom or disneyland or any disney park really most likely it's small world is going to be on that list do you guys remember the small world commercials the joy to the small world yes wasn't that just so touching i love it in fact we should probably tweet that link where it's the the small world song kind of slowed down a little bit and then it has like a christmas theme and it says joy to the small world at the end it's it's just very very tender nice yeah i'll definitely have to check that out yeah no i think that's definitely a must do i totally agree in fact i i'm it may have been because i had heard so much complaining about it before i wrote it so i had low expectations but i remember the first time i wrote it being like why do people not like that that's wonderful i well i enjoyed it, it i think it's just become like the cultural joke you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah oh small world but even like disney itself like got very meta remember in lion king when um zazu starts singing it and uh-huh. yeah it's like no not that song that's you know? true so i think you know it's just kind of become that thing mm-hmm Okay, well, if we're talking about things you can skip, I'm going to say Storybook Circus, specifically the attractions, because I love Storybook Circus, and you absolutely need to go there. But I'm going to say Barnstormer and even Dumbo. They're not going to take a lot of time out of your day, so you're not going to regret doing it, but I think you can skip those. I, I really do. As long as you take the time to enjoy the music, the atmosphere, the theming, the Peanuts in the pavement. Even Pete's Silly Sideshow, those character meet and greets are great. But I think you can do without the attractions. Go use the bathroom there. Yes, yeah, yeah. Go use the bathroom there, then get yourself a candy apple, and then, uh, or vice versa, you get your candy apple and go use the bathroom. Uh, 
and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> Both will require you washing your hands. Yes. Yeah. Uh, skipping things in Fantasyland is, is hard. And, you know, if I'm thinking about families with children, you know, it's hard to just say, hey, skip the merry go- carousel. I almost called it a merry-go-round. Pardon. <laughs> skip the carousel because, you know, I wouldn't do it because kids would love that. And that's great pictures and great memories and things. So I'm going to go with a, an easy answer for me because it's something that I just went through and was just very underwhelmed and did not enjoy it at all. And that's Enchanted Tales with Belle. Um, again, we all love the opening mirror sequence, but if they had like an exit immediately after that, I'd be okay with it. You know, see the mirror? Okay, let's kind of like Poseidon's Fury thing. Like, you know, <laughs> get, get to the pre-show and let's skip the main thing. Uh, because that's impressive. But after that, it's just, you know, it is mainly geared for children, but there's nothing really to see there. It's kind of shoddily done, I think. The cheap props, the weird library, it's kind of, I don't know. It's not the best set, you know, mm-hmm. the library is. Except for the, win- the the mirror and the Lumiere figurine, everything else is forgettable. Gosh, you talking about children makes me feel bad about saying Skip, Dumbo, and Barnstormer, because then parents are like, well, what's my kid supposed to ride then? Everything else in Fantasyland? <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I almost I, said Dumbo was my must-do because that's kind of like that's Disney. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I'm gonna say you need to skip Ariel's Grotto. See, I thought Matt was gonna say this. Oh. Matt has hated oh. on this before, but here's my reasoning. I've actually never been in there, so I don't know about the heat stroke that can be induced. But here's my thought: you have Fairy Tale Princess Hall, so if you really want to meet princesses, you get more bang for your buck in a sense of you have the option to meet two over one when you wait in line. So, you know, if you're limited on time, don't waste your time meeting Ariel. You can you can go meet Ariel and I mean uh, Aurora and Cinderella. <laughs> don't waste your time meeting Ariel when you can meet Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> I meant sleeping. Ariel also meets right in her human form at Shoes, correct? I was thinking that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know it's not the same. And really, you know, Ariel's Grotto wasn't that bad of an experience, actually, with the pictures and all. It was actually a nice little set and all. It was the queue that night, and it was so humid and so hot. Well, and there's something, too, about characters when you meet and greet them when they're stationary. That's very awkward because she just sits on her rock. So, like, you have to go to her and, like, everything's centered right there. Whereas, like, when you meet Mickey, like... He's a little more fluid. He's he's willing to walk over to you and escort you to the spot and all that kind of thing in, instead of just kind of like sitting there waiting for you. Well, she's got a fishtail. What do you expect her to do? I uh, expect her to get back in the water. Um, <laughs> does she does she hug the, the people and the children? Yeah, they get up and sit beside her and oh, she like holds no. on them and kisses them on the face and all no, that. No, that's too much. That's you can, too weird. You can get all up in her clamshell, can't you? I mean, you gotta buy her a drink first, usually. But, <laughs> but I mean, she's not just sitting on a rock, like you said, isn't she in a shell? Right, right. Yeah, she's well. She's sitting on. I think it might just be. Maybe it is an open like shell and a rock. I just know she's sitting on obviously a big rock-looking thing, and the children can get up there next to her on either side or on both sides, or and there's room to stand around her or behind her too. So no, that's just too awkward. And as someone who loves character meet and greets, I have my limits. And so mm-hmm. when you're just sitting there, and I have to like awkwardly walk up to you awkwardly hunch over to hug you and to interact with you and then awkwardly sit next to you 
and then awkwardly wave bye and walk <laughs> to the door. That's just too much awkwardness for me. You know, nothing awkward about a grown man taking a picture with a make-believe mouse, though. So. Nothing at all. Yeah. And after Fantasyland, we enter into the world of tomorrow. Tomorrowland, that is. <laughs> I That's believe so you're not. I was following you. Funny how that works do out. We could do a vacation video. Um, so Tomorrowland has a, a plethora of, of things to do, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shoot high right out the gate and uh, say that my must do is the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. Yes, I literally can go without Space Mountain. But a trip to the Magic Kingdom, especially in the evening, would not be complete without a trip on the TTA People Mover. And uh, I'll preach that till I die. That is, it is shocking how much I agree with that statement. In fact, when we were there for the Christmas party, I was like, we have to do the, T- the TTA. And the two people I was with was like, really? Like, we have to? And I was like, it's yeah, amazing, we, isn't we it? have to. <laughs> like, there's what? no... It's a thing with, like, true Disney fans, Disney World fans, like like the three of us. Who understand, like, we just love that attraction. Mm. It's, maybe it's, like, genetic. Maybe there's something genetic that makes us Disney fans. I was born this way. To oh, like yeah. TTA. Yeah, you're not a mistake. <laughs> and I think part of the reason we're saying this is because it's so easy to think you can skip it. Like, I think if you saw it, you'd be like, why? I don't need to ride that. But you can't skip it. Or even, like, when you tell Slow people, they're like, they're like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it goes around Tomorrowland. Oh, like that's it? And I'm like, yeah, but it's like so relaxing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it, yeah. people, you know, you don't get it. You don't get it. Bunch yeah. of muggles. Well, I will agree with you on that. But for mine, I'm going to go ahead and say you do need to do Space Mountain. You're going to see that sign and think, oh my gosh, it's always such a long wait. In my opinion, worth the wait. Especially it's air conditioned queue. Come on. It's not that big a deal. Just wait in line. Get the nice star tunnel music while you wait. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. The attraction's great. Can't be missed. There is a time, one time a year, when you cannot and should not do Space Mountain. And that is if you are there for Night of Joy. Don't go near Space Mountain because that open air cattle, the switchbacks at the end are just full of greasy, grimy, thieving, fornicating teenagers chanting all their little cheers, wearing their little Jesus shirts, and high-fiving you with their hands. No telling where those hands have been on the TTA or whatever. And it's just, it's it's utterly obnoxious. After waiting for 30 minutes, it made me perfectly happy to turn around and walk out and not wait in that that larger part. So it is to be void, avoided at all possible costs on those days well i hate you too because those the tta and spaceship earth are literally my only two on my list but i just thought of something earth and you need to go into cosmic rays not to eat but to take a selfie with sunny eclipse uh nice you said spaceship earth you meant space mountain i meant space mountain it's a, it's right. late um yeah. go see sunny eclipse he's fun to watch yeah. Kind of has that Chuck E. Cheese animatronic feel to him, but totally. he's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay, well, if we're talking about Cosmic Grays, this is actually my skip. Now, that's a really good point. Go see Sunny Eclipse. Worth it. Just a few minutes. Get a picture. Nice. 
do not eat at Cosmic Rays. My family did this a few years ago. You know, you kind of end up in that area. It's lunchtime. It's hey, a large restaurant. It's easy to see. Yeah, here's a really big restaurant that we can all fit in. You know what else is? Columbia Harbor House or Pecos Bills. Wait, what is your beef with uh, with Cosmic Rays It's eating? just so bland. Oh, I've never thought that. It's like, do I want burgers or chicken? Well, no, I get that, but they have the barbecue. The barbecue chicken is is pretty good. Okay, I've never had the barbecue chicken. So if you're going to Cosmic Rays, it's like, what are they called? They're not lines. Like, they have the different bays. bays. Yeah, like, if you want a burger, go to this bay. Go to the bay with the barbecue. Skip the others. It is, a worth, a, it is worth a long walk to the other quick service restaurants to not eat at Cosmic Rays, in I my opinion. I that, but it's not, it's not bad. It's not electric umbrella level, though. Oh, burn. <laughs> Hashtag barbecue bay. <laughs> barbecue bay. B A E. B A E. Yeah. Uh, this this restaurant though that did lose a lot of points with me when they closed in the outdoor seating. I mean, most of the year, I guess, in the heat, it wouldn't be pleasant. But right. I was like, few, no, that's a really great idea. The few times I've been there and did eat outside was in March, April, and it was just beautiful because it was out there next to that little body of water. That's beside the castle leading mm-hmm. into Tomorrowland. So there's a waterfall, water there, the rock work from Tomorrowland. You can see the castle. Uh, I thought it was spectacular. But it's all, it's all, it's like a patio. It's like a sunroom now. <laughs> Somebody's house. He tacked on a sunroom. It's Sunny Eclipse's house. Um, oh. S U N. All right. What's your skip, Matt? Like I'm gonna go ahead and pull a Derek and and sh- and say and go ahead and say the one that we're all thinking and that's Stitch's Great Escape uh, when he you know you did that with the carpets of Aladdin and then you got to pick another one so I'm gonna go ahead and pick another one and say that my actual skip this because I actually have more hatred for this attraction I think than Stitch's Great Escape and that is the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor at least with Stitch's Great Escape it's futuristic. It's got an alien. There's space involved, at least. With Monsters Inc., I'm like, why does it, how, this does not even fit here. And then the show itself, you know, a couple times through, it's pretty funny. But then it just loses its, it loses the edge. And uh, not the most impressive show by any means if you're looking for an actual attraction that's a show. So. Skip Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. I'm going to disagree with you, and that's solely because there are three attractions in Tomorrowland that I really don't enjoy at all. And so at this point, like, you're not left with much, so I think you absolutely should do Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. I still find it fun and cute. Wait, you're saying that's your should do? No, no, no. I already said my should do, but I think I would be sad if I I didn't do it. It's good to do your first trip. I'd be sad if I did it. <laughs> Tomorrowland really is like the land now look, skips. Grand Prix, not Grand Prix, good grief. What's yeah, it yeah. called now? Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland Speedway, Speedway, Stitch's Great Escape, Monsters, Inc., Buzz Lightyear. They can all burn for all I care. Uh, but I'm just saying that I think I just I just don't like it because it's so out of place. Mm. Yeah, It just feels so awkwardly placed. It makes me mad. And so well, I want to be... My my skip was Tomorrowland Transit. I mean Speedway, 
whatever that. Yeah, that's it. Tomorrowland Speedway. Garbage is. Um, but I'm also going to tack on one that Matt did not mention. And I think you can skip Astro Orbiter. And the reason why is because it takes so long to load on that ride. Mm-hmm. And you are literally, you think Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is short? Ride Astro Orbiter for as long as you wait. And then you all got to cram in that elevator and go up. And then you get on your little rocket and you say, woo! And it's literally like three spins and then you're done. And you're like, I waited 40 minutes for that. Um, there are better spinners in Walt Disney World. Go to Dumbo. Mm. I'm starting mm. to get the impression that maybe we should have started with Tomorrowland because we're kind of <laughs> poo-pooing on it. Yeah, I mean, and it's so sad because I love Tomorrowland. I love the you know Space Mountain TTA, like, top of my list uh, yeah. overall. But the rest of it is just kind of like, yeah, yeah. It, it's all fine, but it's all skippable if need be. A lot yeah. of it, not all of it, not all of it. Yeah, I think Tomorrowland as a whole, will I be killed for saying this? Is skippable? No. Mm. I mean, yes, you will be killed. It's not all skippable. Space Mountain is one of my favorite attractions at Walt Disney World, and you cannot skip that people mover. I think a whole land is skippable. Okay. Well, and what's funny is it's three times better than Disneyland's Tomorrowland, believe it or not. I think if you're spending more than an hour and a half in Tomorrowland, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. Well, I think that does it for this episode of the Mad Chatters podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Why don't you go ahead and follow us on... Social media, if you are so inclined. We love connecting with you guys, with you Do listeners. Do it right now. Um, we'll wait. We'll wait just a five seconds. Uh, five minutes here. Uh, two, two, uh, a minute. <laughs> five minutes? I was like, looks like I got a place to be. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. Maybe I should tell you where to find this first. They're like, but uh, I, I don't know what to do. At Mad Chatters. We're on Facebook, Mad Chatters Podcast. You can always send your feedback, your comments, your questions, your hate mail to comments at madchatters.net. We, we usually try to respond to those because we like hearing from you guys. Um, and I think that does it. So we will see you back here next week. Take a little time to find the magic in every day. Adios, muchachos. <laughs> <laughs>